0: with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty hi silver, the Lone Ranger. hi silver, away! With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early West. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger rides again.
1: episode 119 of eddie and caleb's HeroCast. of course my name is caleb baldwin you can follow me on twitter at i am caleb b that's i am caleb and then another b follow my friend co-host and producer eddie cornellison at E D 85 follow the show at ec underscore hero and check out our instagram ec hero cast our gmail is ec hero at gmail.com The recording date is Sunday afternoon, July 17, 2022. And Eddie, we are here to review The Lone Ranger.
2: Yeah, yeah, we are here for that. It was um, was one I was dreading. And when we added it to the list, I was like, eh, that'll never get here. And it eventually did.
1: I'm going to be completely honest with you. I dozed off a couple of times. Well, that'll happen. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I want to be completely candid, guys. Like, I did not see all of this, unfortunately. But, if I could say something in defense of this film.
2: Uh Uh-oh. What? The action scenes weren't bad. Um, There was a couple that were not bad. I mean, you know, there
1: may be some slapstick in there, but like by and large, not not bad action.
2: Well, it's funny. After the first action scene, I remember thinking like, "Well, wow, you know, if the rest of the movie has decent action scenes like that, I uh perhaps this movie gets hated on more than it should." And then I thought, "Well, wait a minute. That you've made that mistake before." Especially yeah. Jonah Hex, which took place in the exact same time period.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, it sounds like you're describing Jonah Hex right
2: yeah, now. Yeah, where the fir- the the opening action scene was good, and the rest of the movie's downhill. I would say in this one, the first action scene is good, and the final action scene is a little preposterous, but good. Awesome. The problem is the movie's two and a half hours. <laughs> yes. So in between is a lot of. Uh, Filler. Yeah, a lot of filler. A lot of filler. Mhm. Two and a half hours worth of filler. <laughs> yeah, funny stuff. Funny stuff,
1: man. Okay, so we oh by the way, weekly or I guess semi-weekly weight update. Of course, recording date July 17. This morning. Now, granted, I didn't weigh in on an on an empty stomach like I normally do, so I may have actually been lighter, but. 208.4 pounds this morning.
2: Ah, right, you weigh less than me now.
1: Wow, wow. Yeah, and I got muscle, dude.
2: I got that too.
1: Yeah, but I mean I I'm a I'm a pretty muscular fella, but no, it's uh interesting. I'm actually doing a high a very protein-rich diet actually at this point in time because while I've I've set my goal to be 196 by my birthday, which is in late September. Um, and I'm 12 pounds away, so that's awesome. But in the process, I am also trying to tone. So, you know, trying to build muscle Mm-hmm. and overall cut weight as well. Sully. So I'm balancing protein and calories and it's very difficult and it can be very frustrating, but I think it's going to be worth it in the end.
2: Uh, my problem is finding the time. Yeah it's really obnoxious and I hate it, but Well with with the going back to school, I'm just I'm not even if I can get forty five minutes in at the gym every day, that would be great. But it's like usually a half hour, which is Mm -hmm. definitely not enough, but Yeah. you know, don't have a choice.
1: Well, the thing of it is, like, we live very different lives. Um I I I mean, we're both single and kidless. That that is a that is a uh, that is a common thing for us, but you know, you work a desk job. I work a job in retail, so I'm constantly on my feet. Um, I don't go to school right now. I am not trying to further my education, whereas you are. So you're doing great in that regard. So you're you're, just, you're a very very busy guy. You've also you're not single, like you've. I can I just I'm not going to disclose you anything other than saying you are not single. So it's like you have someone you're kind of beholden to in certain aspects of your time as well. Um, whereas I'm, you know, I'm a wild stallion, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yes, a white stallion. I said wild. Yeah, but I was, you know, I was doing a segue into the movie. Oh,
1: that makes, but that it, makes sense. But I
2: guess it maybe sounds slightly racist when I say that. It,
1: it does, and we were talking about <laughs> Song of the South, because that's the uh, pre, pre-show we were talking about Song of the South, because that's the other... Disney movie that you cannot find on Disney Plus at this point in time, and nor will you ever.
2: But well, I I looked it up. There's there's a few movies that are not on Disney Plus. A lot of shows. Let's let's enlighten the
1: people then. I mean we're we're not gonna review the whole ass movie because Jesus Christ, like it's a lot of filler. But yeah, we can tell the people about the Disney Plus proper. The Disney property is not on Disney Plus.
2: Well, we have of course, as you mentioned, Song of the South. Um, yeah. Man Man and the Moon, I'm not sure what that is. Aladdin mm-hmm. the Series, which huh. I don't know if there's much of a demand for that. Uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the true what? prequel, not the uh, movie. <laughs> huh. uh, Mickey Mouse, sorry, yeah, Mickey Mouse Works, House of Mouse,
1: whatever. House of Mouse? I watched that as a kid, man. That was pretty good.
2: The Legend of Tarzan, Enchanted... The theatrical shorts library, which I'm guessing might be, I remember uh, on the VHS copy of Dumbo I had as a kid, the uh, the infamous black crows. I guess all crows are black. That's redundant, but um,
0: Dude, I, I love the. Black I don't crow. know if you've
2: seen that. Um, it's they're uh, they're a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> That got removed from the Dumbo whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They were like, they would do the whole jive talk. and. Something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well,
1: Bad luck there.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you can, you might be able to find that one on YouTube, but... Uh, I'm too pressed about it, I'll be truthful. I do remember seeing that as a kid and just... I yeah. mean, I was like four, so I didn't, you know, whatever. I didn't understand it. But uh, looking yeah. back, it's like, well, that probably didn't age well.
1: I don't know. Today is the 11-year uh, anniversary of the
2: Punk and Cena match in Chicago, so I'll probably watch that after this, I'll be honest with you. And the 35th anniversary of a movie we've already done, RoboCop. Nice. Yeah. Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. I ah, wish we were viewing that instead. Yeah. Well, we will yeah. in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, shit,
1: we will, yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff on Disney or that a lot of Disney properties there that you can't watch on Disney Plus, unfortunately. Yeah but this one included. July twenty thirteen. I was just getting into the groove of my job and uh not a lot to report there, I'll be honest with you.
2: Well, I will tell you. Um I had a great segue, but I'll I'll do the time capsule first. But yeah. I was, once again, promoted at Discover to a job that really got me, um, this was, the job I had wasn't officially entry-level, but they did on rare, rare occasions hire at entry-level, so kinda, I guess you could argue, could be technically, but it really wasn't, but it kinda was, but this one, absolutely not entry-level. It was the first time I've ever really gotten a promotion, like a real one. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, with the shift diff, uh, I ended up losing like $6 every paycheck, which is kind of strange. I pointed out on my exit interview, <laughs> like maybe you should look at that. But regardless, I wasn't better because the experience was what really mattered because some of the stuff I got to do was, was pretty great. Uh, started, a, launched a completely brand new department and... Uh, Pretty much, uh, if you ever have a fraudulent personal loan taken out in your name with Discover, you have me to thank for it. No, I didn't do it, but I created the department that eventually got it resolved. And, uh, yeah, probably should have stuck with that. I'd probably be pretty high up in the company now, but, you know, such is life. C'est la vie, indeed. (laughs) But, um, speaking of Disney+, Plus. We had our, our one follow-up question from last week and okay. it was about the Miss Marvel finale.
1: I and, hate to be an asshole. Well, I didn't I didn't watch a single episode.
2: Well, I'm here to tell you that you should. Mm. I would well, okay, here's the thing. I would rate it as the number 3 best Disney Plus show. Really? Behind Loki's number one, number yeah. two, WandaVision, Division, even though it fell off with the finale.
1: Yeah, Lloyd Boner or whatever his name is.
2: Yeah. Uh, the the thing with okay, let me use a baseball analo- uh, analogy. If go ahead, if I was okay, these are six episode seasons. Yes. In a perfect world, and I think Loki kind of did this. Episode one would be a home run. That way you got to hook the viewers. Episode two would be a double. That way it doesn't completely fall off, but you know you you kind of you, t- you got to slow down the action because you can't yeah. have six home runs in a row. That just doesn't work. No. Uh, episodes three and four could be singles, maybe a double, but you know progress the plot a little, but then kind of start building to the finale. Episode five would be a triple, and then episode six is the home run. I think Loki's the only one that has done that. The problem with a lot of these is there's a lot of strikeouts in there, and Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So, uh, but with Miss Marvel, like, the first two episodes, I thought the ones in in New Jersey were really good, and then they moved the show to Pakistan, and it's like, you know, strikeout, you know, um, what's the one, uh feel have reached on error you know no, nothing <laughs> you know it's like and then the finale happens and the finale of course is a home run so i don't know they like i don't object to doing a miss marvel season in pakistan but it just felt weird because to me it's like, like i love spider-man and it's like it started off very spider-man-esque where you have this high school age kid who gets superpowers, and they're learning to live with them. Except this time, the Peter Parker is female, so that's different. And she lives in New Jersey, so not New York. And she's, like, obsessed with the Avengers. So instead of being a science nerd, she's, like, super into superheroes. So that was kind of cool. And then she's, you know, uh, they do the whole, um, you know, the religious aspect of her being... uh, you know, she's from Pakistan, so she is um, Islamic. So they do the whole thing with that. So that was interesting. And it's like, okay, we got a variation of Peter Parker, and I'm enjoying it. And then they just moved the show to Pakistan. And it's like, I just I felt like there was more they could have done with that. But, you know, whatever. I, I feel like Season 2 could have taken place in Pakistan. But anyway, the big thing at the end of Miss Marvel is... I mean, they, you know, Captain Marvel does, shows up at the end credit scene, which I think everyone expected who watched the show. So, whatever, we knew that they were going to do a movie together. Yeah. But the, the, the other thing is, you know, Miss Marvel's friend, I forget his name, but he tells her, he's like, you know, I was examining your powers and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he's like, you know, there's, there's just something different about your genes. It's like they've mutated, and of course, that's the first tease.
1: And then here. they, didn't they play, I read they played the X-Men theme?
2: Uh, no, that was, I don't think so. Oh. Huh. I know they did when Professor X wheeled out in, uh Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, no, I thought for sure that they, I read that somewhere, but I guess I could have been led astray. I didn't watch the show.
2: I don't know. I didn't, I mean, it wasn't, there. I don't think there was music playing. I don't remember. Yeah. But... I mean, if you're not counting Professor X from Doctor Strange, which was really more fan service, uh, this is the first tease of mutants in the MCU, so we shall see. Um, probably not how I would have done it, but we'll see. I mean, they've, they've handled everything mostly pretty good. Mostly, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, I'd, i I'd rather have the X Men than not, but uh, I don't know. Personally, I mean, I don't know. They're they're building up to Secret War, but it's going really slow. And if you've never even heard of Secret War, then you don't even know what they're building towards. And I think that's kind of mm. made people not as excited because with with like the Thanos end credit scenes, people knew what they were building towards. And this one, it's like everyone's just doing their own thing. It feels like so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We will see. We will
1: see. But we're still in the time capsule. Uh, Champions in wrestling at the time in WWE, John Cena, your WWE champion. Of course, by the way, this came out on July 3rd, 2013. So we're just a couple weeks past the uh, nine-year anniversary of this film. But anyway, John Cena, the WWE champion. Alberto Del Rio, the world World heavyweight champion in WWE. Boo. Boo. The Ring of Honor World Championship was actually vacant at the time. Actually vacant on the day this film came out it was when it was vacated. Hmm. Uh, Jay Briscoe was injured. So. Bully Ray, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, still for another couple weeks. Oh. Number one song by Digital Download, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. What a controversial song.
2: Have you seen the Uncensored Music video?
1: Uh, no, but I've heard things.
2: It's, uh, oh gosh, I just forgot her name. The girl that's in, um, uh, can't remember that name in that movie either, with Ben Affleck, uh, where he cheats on his wife or whatever. And
1: uh, Are you talking about Gone Girl? Who? Are you talking about the movie
2: Gone Girl? Yeah. Oh. The, uh-huh. the, um, okay, now I gotta look it up, because that's gonna bug me. I feel like this is... I feel like she got her start as an actor. Uh, Yeah, Emily Radzikowski. I feel like she got her start as an actor from the Blurred Lines video. I could be wrong. But I feel like everyone saw her there and saw her dance in Topolis and was like, oh, we should put her in movies because she's really hot. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's what happened. I could be wrong. Let's see. Uh... Let me just do a quick Google of her. Well, yeah. That was kind of her big break was blurred lines.
1: Nice. Good for her.
2: Oh, real quick. Have you ever watched the show uh, You on Netflix?
1: Oh, the Stalker one? Yeah. I saw the first season.
2: I only mentioned it. It's not official, but it feels like it's official. The guy that plays Joe, Penn Badgley, yeah. is supposed to be the next Reed Richards.
1: What the hell?
2: I know. I was kind of disappointed.
1: Want, we want Jim. We want Jim.
2: Yeah, I mean, nothing against Penn. He, he looks like him. He's a good actor, but it's like, Jim got to be well John Krasinski he got to be Reed Richards for like two minutes and it's like and he got to die because he was stupid yeah and they just announced him as the smartest man in the world and then he dies because he's an idiot yeah exactly I just would like to see I don't know I mean I guess it's better than nothing but uh, the fact if it's gonna if they're gonna recast him, it just felt like fan service like oh here the internet's been asking for it so well, now that- we give it to him, and they'll shut up
1: I guess that's what that was then.
2: I know, but it's like we were right. He looked the part <laughs> like sometimes we know better than you.
0: As Maybe. evidenced
2: by this movie that we're going to review that no one asked for. But yes. uh Disney decided we needed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Again, we knew better than you, Disney. No <sighs> one's asking for this, but you made it anyway. Yeah,
1: okay, real quick, we need to power through this. Uh facts and figures.
2: Well, I kind of okay, budget budget was anywhere from 215 to 250 million. I went with 215 because that's what I would go with with IMDB. And the box office box office was 260.5 million, which puts it at uh, let's see. Not great. Puts it at number uh 45.5 million, number 62 on the list right under Watchmen and right above Spawn, 57.9 inflation. But, and I never do this, but I decided I needed to today because I would be doing the listeners a disservice. This movie is, of course, a notorious bomb. And, look, I'm well aware that every movie on the list, the numbers are inflated because we don't take the marketing budget into account. Because most of the time, we don't know it. And it could be anywhere from 10% of the movie's budget to, like, 70%. So, long story short, it's going to be 62 on the list. It's going to be in the green on my list at $45.5 million profit. In reality, it did not make that. The marketing for the movie was $150 million. <laughs> So, the movie Jeez. lost well over $100 million. And that's if I was night. And that's if it it wasn't the two hundred fifty dollar two hundred fifty million dollar budget. Uh, so yeah, I had to mention the marketing because the movie's notorious bomb. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, by the letter of the rules that we have set up, I have to huh. put it in the green at because you know we just don't have. Look, if the marketing was available for every single movie, or if they, you know, put that in the budget, then I'd change the list. But Yeah, in reality, this movie lost more probably than Zoom, which is currently dead last. (laughs) But we don't have all the figures, so I have to be fair. So I'm going to say the movie made money, even though we know for a fact it did not. Mm -hmm. We just don't know how much, so.
1: Yeah. So, critically, uh, fan-wise, rating-wise, what are we looking at?
2: Critics 31%, fans 51%.
1: Damn it! I wanted a score Gami.
2: No, They were 20% off.
1: Yeah, fans went way too high. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, cast. Who do you uh, want to talk about? Besides uh, Lone Ranger and Tonto.
2: I feel like the only other person really worth talking about is uh, <laughs> a guy who a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so, mm. I said... Probably has the best gig in Hollywood because he's been in a million movies. He's probably a multi-millionaire, but he's not famous enough to where anyone would know his name if they saw him at a restaurant. Yeah. That would be William Fichtner as Butch Cavendish.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, dude, not only that, like, we forgot to mention him last week. I did anyway. Uh, Michael Kelly was in Man of Steel last week. I thought you mentioned that. Maybe I did mention him, but yeah, like, like you had said, character actor. So, you know, that just reminded me of that.
2: I know he got, he very rarely do you see old William Fitchner in the top, you know, top three or four people in a movie, but here he was. And, uh, look, I thought he did pretty good as far as like, uh, evil Westerner who eats people, which is, uh. Rather a big coincidence. <laughs> um, it's a pretty
1: nice coincidence, quite frankly.
2: <laughs> Do you think that's where he got the idea? Was this movie?
1: <laughs> yeah, Army Hammer's like, you know, I could take up rowing like the Winklevoss
2: twins, which I played,
1: or <laughs> I could take up cannibalism, just like the bad guy from The Lone Ranger.
2: <laughs> I guess so. God, I have so much to say about Army Hammer. But, uh, yeah. Uh, First off,
1: his parents must be hippies because they named him Armand Hammer. But if you space the M and the A, it's Arm and Hammer. His name is a sponsorship.
2: It's just a weird name. Like Army Hammer. <laughs> sounds like a failed superhero. For sure. Know. Definitely
1: sounds like a made up superhero from the boys.
2: Um, but yeah, William Fitchner, uh, I thought he was actually pretty good, um, pretty good in this, as the, uh, as it says here on Wikipedia, a ruthless cannibalistic outlaw. No oh thoughts. yeah, no, he
1: was, <laughs> dude, no, he was fine. Yeah. He was serviceable, it's not a big deal.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's, it's a bigger role for him than bank manager who gets gassed by Joker.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. What do you believe in? Well, how about uh, another guy who's in the news, Johnny Depp, who's definitely not a Native American, as Tonto.
1: Yeah, he put on...
2: That's one of the criticisms of the movie, is that Johnny Depp, who's not Native American, portrayed a Native American.
1: He put on Prairie Face, yeah. Um, Yeah, uh... It's Johnny Depp, so, like, the man's a consummate professional. But casting him as a native is kind of weird.
2: I get it. He's all, he's known for, like, weird roles. But, yeah, I mean, there's enough Native American actors that you could have done that with. Adam Beach was surely not too busy. Like, he could have done the work. Yeah. I mean, ignoring that they, you know, that he's playing outside of his, his race. Uh, I mean, he did pretty good, I guess, um, for just being, uh, you know, sarcastic and uh, kind of a comic relief, but also um, weird and quirky, I suppose. Yes. Uh, before he was we get, the one-liner guy. Yeah. Before we get to the main event, I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the awards this movie got.
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, shout-out Stephen Root, a.k.a. Bill Dotrieve.
2: Oh, was he in this?
1: Yeah, he had a small role.
2: Uh, who, as who?
1: Oh, God, I can't remember his name. He literally had, like, two scenes, my dude.
2: Oh, that's fine. Uh, was he one of the guys who dressed up like the Comanche and... No. Oh, okay. Well, so this might be a first... I don't know if a movie's ever been nominated by the Academy Awards and the Golden Raspberries. Holy how. Well, the Academy Awards was nominated for Best Makeup and Hairstyling and Best <laughs> yep, Visual yep. Effects.
1: I could yep, see that. that. Yep, I could see that, yeah.
2: Also, for what it's worth, Nick Kidd's Choice Awards, Favorite Male Butt Kicker, and Favorite Movie Actor was nominated. Johnny Depp was nominated for both. Didn't yeah. win. Didn't win. Gotta see Stand a good up. win that year, though.
1: Dude, Johnny Depp would have like man, he wanted that award so bad, I guarantee you he did.
2: Yeah, he probably would have showed up on, on screen with his the uh you know. So the favorite probably. the favorite male actor uh that year was uh let's see. Oh fav- favorite first of all favorite male butt kicker was Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man three, which we, we missed covering that one.
1: Well, and, we're covering it now.
2: Mhm. And then the favorite movie actor, he lost out to Adam Sandler in Grown Ups 2. That's uh, that's rough.
1: <laughs> that's robbery, my dude.
2: That's rough to lose out. Grown Ups is atrocious. Uh,
1: that's Grown Ups 2, my buddy.
2: Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be bad. I mean, it's just Adam Sandler doing not funny stuff. But yeah. I think that's. I think there's a market for that. There is. Yeah. Well, the Golden Raspberry Awards. Nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Actor, that would be Johnny Depp, Worst Screenplay, Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, which it did win, so congrats. Nice. Now, I gotta know what beat it out for Worst Picture. Oh, yeah, Movie 43, that was...
1: Oh, yeah,
2: that's... Never saw it, but I know it's... (laughs) Grown Ups 2 was also nominated for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, and it lost. I don't even know what that movie is. Oh, yeah. Worst actor, Johnny Depp lost to Jaden Smith in After Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: That's the good. M Night movie with Jaden Smith and Will Smith yeah. for like a scene.
2: Yeah, that Will Smith thought would launch his son's career into stardom, and it, yeah. it did the opposite.
1: Yeah, because Jaden Smith sucks.
2: <laughs> the and best then Will, thing.
1: Then the best thing Jaden Smith did was rap on a verse with J.B. That's that's it.
2: Yeah, and then uh, and then <laughs> Will Smith <laughs> and then Will Smith was like, "Hmm, this Jabari Banks guy looks like a young me. Let's let me strap my star to him instead." We man, we okay. We we've been
1: doing the podcast for over two years, and somehow one of us just made a Justin Bieber reference.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: No, oh. somehow. How how did it take us this long, man? I don't know. It's wild. Truly wild.
2: Uh anyway, the main event, Army Hammer who just this week came out What's he, Yeah, what's he doing now? He might in fact be working as a uh, timeshare salesman in the Cayman Islands. Unconfirmed, but a lot of places are reporting it. Nice, dude. He is apparently broke, and this is what he's doing. He does live there, apparently, but...
1: That's not sketchy at all.
2: Yeah, uh, gotta pay for lawyer fees when you get accused of cannibalism. Yeah, I suppose.
1: Which, what a shame, because Army Hammer is a handsome guy. By the way, there...
2: (laughs) Well, he wasn't good at this, though.
1: How wild is it that, uh... This man was in a movie. You may have seen it. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, Sorry to Bother You. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You?
2: Yeah. That was where good, like, and then start- it got super weird. He's turning dudes into horses? Yeah, that... that I was I was with the movie up until then. <laughs> That's when I really bought in. Well, see, I was, I was, like, really enjoying it. Then I'm like, okay, well, I don't know where this movie's headed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was bad in this. Army Hammer was. Yeah. <laughs> he was boring. Um. Here's a here's a bit of a time capsule. <laughs> I had a job interview once. It was kind of for selling timeshares. It it wasn't. I'll, I'll explain. I was in a very confused place. I hadn't yet discovered my love for fraud, and I was still at Ann Taylor, and I wanted out. And I got a job interview, which I thought. Was it a travel agency? And I was like, well, I've always thought, you know, if travel agents still existed, which they do, but not really. I was like, I'd have been good at that. And they were hiring and the address on the interview was like a really nice office building that I'm familiar with. I'm like, okay, seems legit. They wanted to do the job interview at a hotel, which, okay, that's, you know, that's not unheard of. I um, had a friend who had to do that. So, you know, having a job interview at a, you know, different location. So I go there, and it's not a travel agency. It's, it's not timeshares, but it's kind of timeshares. You're buying, like, a vacation club membership. And depending on the level of the membership, you get one, two, or three week vacations a year. And you get to choose of one of these places, and it's inclusive, and they provide all this stuff. It's a scam, basically. But the interview was so weird. It's like at one point the guy pulled out like a wad of cash, and he's like, "Yeah, you want to earn something like this? You can be great at this job, and you can do something like that." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what is? Like, it was so weird. Like, he just pulled out a wad of cash." Yeah. I was like, what is this happening? And
1: you know, I drive a I drive an Escalade.
2: Yeah, ba- basically, he's like, the reason we were at the hotel because I was like, I, I He's he's like, I was asked about the office location, which if you know Columbus, it's it was in the eastern area, which they have a lot of nice offices, and yeah. they're like, oh, that's just a place where we get our mail and stuff. Like only one or two people are ever there. Like this is where you'll be out of this hotel, and basically what they do is they send out these flyers in the mail. And it's like, come hear us talk, and we'll give you whatever. I think the hotel had a deal where it's like you know, two nights at any hotel in America at the same chain, whatever, free, if you come listen to them talk. And then after they talk, then they pair you with what I would have been doing, uh, trying to sell you this vacation club. And if you sell it, then you get commission. If you don't sell it, then you don't make any money. (laughs) So... I don't know. The whole thing was weird and it made me, once I saw army hammer was doing that kind of, I was like, well, it made me remember that, but yeah, timeshares, uh, not a great investment. Don't do it. Especially if it's not, especially if you're doing an international timeshare, like that's probably even worse. And then the Cayman islands, which it's like, like super, I said already. Yeah. Super secret bank account air, uh, country. Uh, probably not. Great. Don't do that. No. <laughs> yeah. Old Army. Hand. I remember uh, being on vacation in 2019, fall of 2019, at yeah. Royal Beach. And there was these people getting tours of timeshares and, like, COVID hits. And I'm like, I wonder what those people had to, like, they buy their timeshares. They're ringing the stupid bell for the people that buy them. And it's like, you can't even use them for, like, probably the first year and a half Dummies. Anyway, timeshares. Army Hammer is selling them. <sighs> uh, what did you think of him in this movie, though? He was great, wasn't he? Uh, he was okay. Uh, I thought he was boring.
1: Yeah.
2: He was boring and goofy and uh, uncharismatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt like this was their attempt to make him into a big-time Hollywood star, and it failed.
1: Oh, you mean like when uh, Taylor Kish played uh, John Carter?
2: Yep. Or Jaden Smith played whatever in... (laughs) After Earth? Yeah. Or when
1: Jaden Smith played the the kid in Karate Kid?
2: Yep, that too. Yeah. Uh, Well... Let's get into it.
1: Let's rip off the band-aid. Let's just get this over.
2: Well, okay, right off the bat, this movie's two and a half hours. We don't complain without offering solutions. I'm going to tell you a solution right now. Get rid of this storytelling crap. That could have cut, I don't know how much minutes from the movie... But all of it sucked, and you could have cut several minutes from the movie. I mean, there's a lot of things you could cut from this, but right off the bat, you could cut, like, several minutes of all this storytelling crap. So, and that's what we start with. We opened in San Francisco in 1933. I, I got briefly excited because a red balloon floated away over a fair, and I was like, ooh, Pennywise. But, uh, <laughs> ooh, it. <If laughs> yeah.
1: Pennywise is going to be like, oh, aren't you gay? Wait, what? Do you not remember that in the It Chapter 2? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Which
1: came out in 2018, was set in 2016, and (laughs) Pennywise is like, I know your secret. And it's like, being gay in 2016 isn't exactly taboo, but whatever.
2: Well, I mean, he only comes up every 27 years, so.
1: Oh, yeah, so it's like it was a little more taboo in the 80s, huh? Yeah. Fair enough.
2: Well, anyway, there's a kid dressed like the Lone Ranger. He goes into a Wild West exhibit, and there's a statue of, quote, Native Savage. (laughs) Very PC. But it comes to life.
1: (sighs) Speaking of PC, apparently uh, someone yesterday said I resemble PC Principal now.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you do.
1: I'll take that over Eric Cartman, so that's fine.
2: Yeah, and I told you you were fat-shaming when you said that. Dude, yeah, I will fat shame myself
1: all 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 the time, buddy. That's how I lose this weight.
2: Well, anyway, uh Yeah. The statue comes to life. It is Tonto. It's Johnny Depp in very old man makeup. And he tells the kid um uh, he's like, Oh, well first he trades him peanuts. The kid was eating peanuts and he trades it for a dead mouse, whatever. Again, this is why you could cut a lot of this. And he tells the kid not to take off his mask. And cut to Lone Ranger and Tonto robbing a bank. And the kid interrupts the story. And he's like, no, Lone Ranger and Tonto were good guys. They wouldn't rob banks. And then he says, uh, hey, are you Tonto? And then he's like, you know, there comes a time when the good guys must wear masks. Again, just like five minutes, the movie that added nothing cut it just cut it cut all of this stuff with this kid exactly yeah we don't need the kid yeah we this didn't need to be like you know let me tell you a story about a guy like no this this is not one of those movies it could have opened right where i'm about to say (laughs) yeah it could have opened right here colby texas 1869 nice Nice. yeah (laughs) they're opening a railroad and to prove that Law and Order has come to the Wild West, this guy uh, named Latham Cole, he's like, oh, well, you know, we got to deal with the Comanche, and as long as we're both civil to one another, we'll each be able to keep our own land.
1: Yeah, how did you not? Im- how could people not immediately tell? Oh, yeah, this guy's gonna turn.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did. And he's like, and, and guess what? We're gonna bring in this noted criminal Butch Cavendish. <laughs> noted gonna...
1: criminal Butch Cavendish.
2: Yeah. What a stupid last name. And yeah. he's going to be hung. Almost as
1: bad as Cornelison.
2: Hey, now. <laughs> and he's going to be hung, public public hanging. Nice. You should bring those back.
1: Yes, and... I agree. That and, the, and <laughs> the firing squad.
2: Hey, it might cut down on crime. You don't know.
1: Maybe. I think tarring and feathering might be the move.
2: That's good. (laughs) Yeah. So we cut to a train that Cavendish is on, and he's locked up with Tonto. And that same train has District Attorney John Reed. And Anyway, Cavendish, uh, he gets free, there's a gun hidden in the floorboards, and... uh, the, he his men are also there, they jump on the train, they hijack the train, they kill the conductor, they chain the lever so that the train doesn't stop, and John Reed sees what's going on, he tries to stop it, but he doesn't, and he and Tonto are locked up as Cavendish gets away. Uh, then we get a pretty good escape scene, where John and Tonto are chained together, and they have to try to free their way off of the train. When they get to the front of the train, there's like a uh, Because the train's coming towards the end of the line. And they take out a couple of Cavendish's guys when they're chained together. So that was kind of cool. And they manage to uncouple the passenger cars so they don't die. But the engine ends up crashing. And John, they, you know, they make it out. They don't die. And John ends up arresting Tonto because he's like, with his brother Dan's help. Uh, Because he's like, hey, you were on the train for a reason. So I'm going to keep you under arrest. I guess he broke the law of being Indian, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: They said, what crime did you commit? Indian.
2: Yeah, I thought he said Indian.
1: Jesus Christ, no, he did not say (laughs) Indian. That's what I thought he said! I'm not trying to be racist!
2: No. Well, it's Johnny Depp, he's not an Indian, so... That
1: would make it a hundred times worse if he said (laughs) Indian.
2: It might, I don't, but it's, I mean... They're already casting a white dude to play an Indian, so, buddy, I, you know. Buddy,
1: I'm worried enough as is. I live in <laughs> Oklahoma, so i got to tread lightly around here on this episode, bud.
2: Look, I'm I'm not saying that that's a, an appropriate word to say. I thought that's what he said. Okay, all right. So I'm glad that we clarified that, then. Okay. okay. I mean, they're similar-sounding words. Give me that. Stop. So Dan later deputizes John. Makes him a Texas Ranger. They go after Cavendish. They get ambushed by Cavendish's men. And when Dan goes to rescue John, he gets shot. And luckily, the bad guys were nice enough to stop shooting to allow them to say goodbye to one another. And John picks up Dan. He starts dragging him away. Then they shoot John. It was about a good 20, 30-second break. And uh, I wrote, you know, even if they all were reloading at the exact same time, that still seems like a very long time. <laughs> yes. But uh, I noticed that as soon as like they shot Dan, it's like okay, let's stop shooting. Like <laughs> why? Yeah. Uh, so John kind of barely wakes up to see Butch kill Dan and eats his intestines. And I think when he when he looked and saw that, he was like, hmm. Mm. Wonder if I could do that to a girl during I wonder sex. Wonder if a woman would let me eat her
1: ribs.
0: Like
2: yeah.
1: i don't know man he's a rich white guy they gotta do weird stuff
2: (sighs) do you though
1: apparently that's why i'm not trying to make guap like
2: i don't know it's just it's so weird when celebrities get in trouble it's like it's not hard to just be a normal person i don't know man it's i don't know
1: apparently it is
2: Who was it the other, like a week ago, Dwayne Brown, the Seahawks offensive lineman, got arrested because he was trying to take a stolen gun through TSA? Like, you didn't (laughs) think that would... Like, they're trained to find weapons.
1: Yeah, that's like Matt Seidel trying to smuggle pot into Japan.
2: Yeah, it's like they have machines that can see through everything. They have the the top-of-the-line equipment, and you thought, like, "Ah, I'll just sneak this gun aboard. That's great. Like... I don't know. It's not hard to not...
1: You mean to tell me I was supposed to leave my firearm off the plane? That was stolen, by the way? Dude, they should do... that. I would have just done the George Costanza like, is that wrong? Should I not have done that?
2: Yeah, I guess... I, I don't know. But yeah, I tell Army, you, I
1: gotta plead ignorance on this one.
2: Army hammer eating people. But yeah. this might be where he got it from. Yep, Probably. Well, then we see Tonto looking over the hill, and we cut back to the kid. He's like, well, wait, how did Tonto get out of jail? And he doesn't answer, and we just cut to Tonto burying the bodies, except John, who's still alive. Mm-hmm. I thought they were eventually going to come back to explain how he got out of jail, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's like, okay, it's like the... Uh, the Simpsons thing with uh, Troy McClure, and the kid asks him the question, and then he just kind of blinks, and then the movie comes to an end. <laughs> I forget what it was. It was something like uh, um, about how eating meat is okay, and the kid asks him a question. He, or, uh, he did so many PSAs, but uh, there yep. was one where the kid just asked him a question, and he just has this puzzle look on his face and starts blinking, and then they just cut to credits. Great. That's what it was. It's like, how'd you get out yep. of jail, Tonto? Blinks. Roll credits. Yep. Um. So, uh, he's burying all these bodies. John's still alive. Then we see this white horse drop John's white hat in front of him. And Tonto, he takes the horse. He's like, no, no. Bring Dan back to life. He's great. He's a better soldier. And the horse keeps going back to John's grave. And then... The horse used his hoof to brush off his ranger's badge. <laughs> it was so stupid. Uh, oh. So, after Tonto gets John back to life, he tells him there was a traitor because there was a gun on the train for Cavendish and eight men went out looking for him, but he only I dug seven graves.
1: wonder who the traitor was.
2: Well, they can figure it out by who's not buried.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh,
2: Then he gives him a mask and says, the men who are looking for you think you're dead. Better to keep it that way. Then he gives him a silver bullet made from his brother's badge to use on Cavendish. By the way, he will not. (laughs) (laughs) Then they determine that the traitor is Collins, this dude. So they go to a brothel he frequents, and we learn about some cursed rock.
1: Which oh I hey, freaking what's ever. her name? Um, Tim Burton's wife. Oh, is it? Helena Bottom Bottom Carter, yeah.
2: Oh, and, uh, well, she te- they, they learned about a cursed rock, which I'm pretty sure did not even come back up. And then they <laughs> well,
1: well, the news came through. I definitely have cancer.
2: <laughs> pretty much. Well, speaking of things we can cut out, this whole brothel thing. Yeah. Uh, Although maybe, cause, uh this is where I started to get some D V D skipping. It's the cost mm. of renting at the library.
1: Yeah, but, do not rent your DVDs at the uh Columbus Public Library.
2: Well, oh, I wish I'd have skipped all the way to the end. Unfortunately hey. not. And uh it's like they're they're talking about this rock, and then all of a sudden Tonto and Lone Ranger are being chased. I'm like, okay, I missed something. And um uh, they, uh Dan's widow and son were then kidnapped by some guys dressed as Comanches. Lone Ranger kills them, but the widow and son are still gone. Then I got a uh, pretty big DVD skip. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So the people got kidnapped, and then all of a sudden Lone Ranger's in a teepee where he's being told about Tonto's past, and yeah. they're like, Tonto is no longer Comanche because his mind was broken. So here's what I missed, according to Wikipedia. <coughs> Regretting his earlier actions, Collins attempts to help the mother and child escape, but is shot dead by Cole who rescues them, claiming the raiders are hostile or hostile Comanches. Cole announces the continued construction of the railroad and dispatches U. S. Cavalry Captain J. Fuller to wipe out the Comanches, a Comanche tribe. Captures John and Tonto after the pair finds railroad tracks to native teri- in native territory. The leader tells John of Tonto's past. As a boy, Tonto had rescued Cavendish, and another man from another near death from another near death, and later showed them a mountain full of silver, uh, silver ore, in exchange for a pocket watch. The men murdered the tribe and keep the location a secret, leaving Tonto with great guilt, which led to him believing. The two were Wendigos. Mm. <clears throat> so the Comanches aren't happy with Dan. They think uh, they're thinking he turned on them or he will turn on them, too, just like the other white dudes. But uh, John's like, no, I wouldn't do that. And I offered to help you. And then we cut to both John and Tonto buried up their necks. Yeah. So I guess I kind of did miss a lot.
1: We should have just reviewed Blazing Saddles instead.
2: Yeah, that would have been good.
1: It would have been great. For I'll sure. let
2: you uh, handle the dialogue.
1: I'll definitely quote as much dialogue as I can.
2: So, uh, the Calvary, oh yeah, they're buried up to their necks. This part I thought was like the most ridiculous of the whole movie. The whole Calgary with Calvary, not Calgary. That's a city. The whole Calvary city which we took their best hockey player by the way. But yep. they come in, there's like 20 horses. Riding right over them, and none of these horses step on their heads. (laughs) It's like, you'd both be dead. Yeah. But uh, somehow none of them see them, and none of the horses step on them. And the uh, bunch of scorpions come out, and they crawl crawl all over their face. And then the white horse comes in, saves them by licking the scorpions off their face. And then John puts the horse's reins in his mouth, and the horse pulls them out. And then John... Brings Tonto with him, begrudgingly. So Lone Ranger and Tonto come up on Cavendish to capture him. And Tonto wants to kill him to fulfill his destiny. But Lone Ranger stops him, believing everything he's said to be a lie. He's like, there's no spirit walkers or wendigos. And I've told you I'd bring this guy in alive, just like the law says. And Lone Ranger knocks out Tonto and arrests Cavendish. It is worth mentioning, though. I'm glad they did this. Cavendish did recognize Lone Ranger because his mask sucks. Yeah,
1: of course. It's just like the Green Hornet or... um,
2: The Green Lantern.
1: Yes, the Green Lantern. There we go.
2: Yeah. Uh, So Lone Ranger takes Cavendish back to Cole. But of course we know that uh, Cole is uh, crooked. And he reveals that he was working with Cavendish. And the reason is because... You know, we talked about the treaty. As long as they were, you know, friendly, but if we if we if we make it seem like the Comanche were attacking us, then we could break the treaty and take their land. So he staged fake attacks to break the treaty, and in comes Fuller, and he learns of all this. And you think that Fuller's going to be on Lone Ranger's side, but then he's like. Ooh, I don't want it to make it seem like I slaughtered a bunch of Comanches and be some kind of war criminal. So he sides with Cole.
1: <laughs> Old Barry Pepper, what a jerk.
2: Yeah. So Lux they park.
1: The green Mile, though.
2: I don't. What, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: he was in the Green Mile. Mm-hmm. He also played Roger Maris in '61.
2: Ooh. Yeah. So they park the train in the mine, and Tonto comes in with his dead bird. He kept feeding the dead bird, and they never really explained it. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. But, uh The dead bird hat was in a cage, and they're like, oh, it's gas, there's poison down there. I guess it's clever. So they don't shoot him because they don't want to blow themselves up. Yeah. But anyway, Tonto gets uh, Lone Ranger free. He takes him away on, like, a hand cart thingy. And uh, Cavendish tries to blow up Lone Ranger... But uh he and Tonto make it out of the cave alive. they steal some explosives that they throw in the bank robbery scene at some point that we saw from the beginning. but I'm not sure why they needed to rob the bank because they stole the explosives, so I went I don't know whatever yeah. so at a big celebration opening the new railroad, Tonto steals the train to get Don's son back. Lone Ranger rides his horse on the top of the other train, which is preposterous but uh whatever
1: Absolutely. uh
2: so he's on the train to get uh, dan's widow back who i think was in love with john i don't know yeah that whole, it was that really whole love weird. triangle was weird
1: yeah <laughs> really weird yeah because yeah
2: as dan died he's like oh she always loved you it's like what <laughs>
1: yeah, that's your yeah that's your wife
2: yeah i don't know they could have left that love story out. Definitely. <laughs> Try to cut some time on this, which desperately needed it. Uh-huh. So this train has uh, Cavendish on it. At uh, one point, Tonto and Lone Ranger are on the same train. Tonto hops off one train, dives to the other one below, and lands in a car holding big rocks. And I'm, he was just fine. It's like, no, you'd, you'd be dead. <laughs> it's like, it's not sand. You'd it's, be dead if you landed on it, a big pile of rocks. It's, it's DuckTales physics, man. I guess, but I thought that was preposterous. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. uh, Lone Ranger derails the train with Cavendish on it, and the engine uh, the other... I, this was weird.
1: Bruh, I told you to stop
2: calling Tonto an engine. <laughs> the engine of the train. <laughs> okay. Trains have engines. Yes. Uh, that had Fuller on it, and it crashes into the car, which had uh, Cavendish in it. I'm not exactly sure the logistics of all this, but it looked kind of cool, so I'll give him credit for that. Exactly. Anyway, they're both dead. Yeah. So Dan's son tosses Lone Ranger the silver bullet, and Lone Ranger shoots uses that bullet to shoot the gun out of Cole's hand. So there's the end of the one bullet which had one purpose, which was kill Cavendish. Instead, I'm just going to shoot the gun out of Cole's hand because yeah. Cole was about to shoot Tonto.
1: What was the name of the song playing during the chase, by the way?
2: Oh, it was... It, um
1: it's so familiar.
2: It was like... Dun, 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 dun. That's the Lone Ranger theme.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: That's yeah. The, the intro or outro, one or the other, for sure.
2: That'll be the intro, because this was a TV show that was popular in like the 60s. But
1: And then, uh, yeah. and then the outro is going to be I Walk Alone by Saliva, of course. Why?
2: <laughs> Lone
1: Ranger, I Walk Alone. Come on, my dude.
2: But they're not alone. There's two of them. Yeah, I know, but it's just
1: like Han Solo, you know? That guy was always with Chewbacca.
2: I guess. I don't know. Sure, <laughs> that's that'll be the outro. I don't I was, care.
1: <laughs> I, was just, I was just making a suggestion. I don't really care.
2: Sure, that's fine. I don't care.
1: <laughs> okay, I also don't care.
2: I mean, I hadn't... Sometimes I think of them, sometimes I don't. This one, I definitely did not. Um, so, Tonto says... Uh, I mean, he shoots the gun out of his hand. Tonto says, you know, I used to think you were a Wendigo, but no... You were just another white man, and he tosses the watch at him, and he says, "Bad trade." And then Tonto uncouples the cars, sends Cole, who's on the engine, engine, uh, off the bridge with the bombs. It blows up, killing Cole, and the town celebrates. And Lone Ranger and Tonto are offered law enforcement jobs, but they turn them down to ride off together. The end but no we cut back to 1933 for some reason and the kid asks Tonto he's like this story true and Tonto tosses him the silver bullet which is like i thought they used that what <laughs> so i don't know and then uh, Tonto vanishes but his bird's still there alive yeah. and, and, this, and none of this none of this made any sense was the statue alive or not because there's like people walking in this museum that just are like not even noticing if the statue is alive and no and if it if it is, no one's wondering like why is there a man behind glass? And if it's not, no one's wondering why is this kid talking to a statue? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the statue vanishes or Tonto vanishes, one or the other, and uh the kid uh picks up his mask and he's like oh, don't ever take the mask off then we cut back to Lone Ranger who delivers his big line, which you will tell us when you close the show out. Uh, of Tonto, course,
1: he delivers it, and Tonto's like, "Don't do that again."
2: Yeah, which it's like that's his catchphrase, and you just made it sound lame.
1: Yeah, you made you buried it,
2: my dude. Yeah, and then Lone Ranger's like, "Oh, sorry."
1: You're like after someone cuts a long ass promo on John Cena, and he's just like fine speech. <laughs> you cut his balls off. What's your I problem? Do.
2: I know, I know, it's just like, or, uh, I don't know, I was trying to think of, like, a good, or, Or, I don't know. Or,
1: like, anyone who ever had to do a promo battle with Triple H, for example.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, the catchphrase is famous, even if you've never seen the TV show, which I haven't. Yeah. I know the catchphrase. Exactly! It's so famous, in fact, it's quoted in the It miniseries
1: from the 90s, like,
2: Come on! Yeah, and they just—he just buries it like, "Don't ever do that again." Yeah. Which, by the way, they—they didn't—they uh, didn't have sarcasm like that back in the 1800s. I'm quite <laughs> sure. And you know what else they didn't have in the 1800s? A, a flag with 50 stars. There wasn't that many states, you idiots. Yeah. Come, come on. Now.
1: Territories, my dude.
2: Yeah. We didn't get 50 stars till 1959. There's a history lesson for you. Nice. And All we right. Added folks. Alaska and Hawaii. Yep.
1: We're going to get out of here. We're going to grade yeah. this real quick. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, You're
2: missing the post credit scene. What? <laughs> it's so pointless. <laughs> okay, uh, go off, man.
1: Like, well, I thought uh, it was just Tonto walking in the distance. Oh, well, yeah, or that's
2: what it was. It was just Tonto in his stupid outfit that he changed hats, yeah, And he was just dude, walking turned, in the desert with a briefcase. I turned that shit
1: off, yeah.
2: Well, good thing we left that in there. By the way, good. there was a... Uh, there was a canceled sequel. Uh,
1: yeah, I wonder why it got canceled.
2: Yeah, they did not, because it didn't make any money. But But exactly. uh, Jerry Bruckheimer said he would like The Lone Ranger to ride again. Mm. But, well, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, done,
1: I would like done. a lot of things, okay?
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, like you said, we can grade it now.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, this was a slog, by and large. Had a couple of really good action scenes and I'm going to be gracious, and I'm going to give this a 3 out of 10, but I will say this is better than Supergirl.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was my worry that it was – I mean, they're both two and a half hours, but Supergirl is so much more boring. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is if this – if, I mean, you could cut out all that crap with the kid and Tonto. Like that was so pointless. Exactly. Uh, the brothel stuff.
1: Because what was the what was the resolution? It was just oh, Tonto walking off in the distance.
2: Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Was he a statue or not? <laughs> and if he wasn't, what kind of exhibit puts a person as a museum character? Like here, stand here for eight hours. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, that part made no sense. The brothel you could have cut out. You could have cut out a lot. If this was just a you know hour and a half to an hour forty five minute length movie with the action scenes it had, i would have been like, you know, this was a nice little Disney movie. Nothing great. And like a six out of ten. But it was so long. And yes. It was so much crap. Yes. Um. Yeah. You know what? You wanted to score a Let's do it. Three out. Of, double threes out of ten. Yeah. Um. It's just. Like it we'll was post the the, after it was... we post the
1: when we when we post the insta of the poster. We'll include the Scorigami meme. All
2: right, but yeah, that's two Scorigamis in a row with Man of Steel and Lone Ranger.
1: Wow, yeah, we did double score. Oh my god!
2: Can we get three with next week? With we finally reach the oasis in the desert of 2013, or maybe I'm, it, mis- for it. maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I'm misremembering.
1: I haven't seen this in some time, so I'll have to take your word for it for now.
2: Well, I look here the rest of 2013, you know, you got Kick Ass 2 and then Thor, The Dark World. And then yeah. I mentioned it earlier 2014 will kick off with the RoboCop, the, the yeah. remake. So yep. the attempted reboot, which by the way, the video game trailer for RoboCop looks awesome.
1: <laughs> There's a RoboCop video game coming out.
2: Yeah, it's got Peter Weller's voice. It looks really, really, I almost said effing great. <laughs> I almost swore. I almost dropped the first F-bomb between, uh, John's already dropped one, and I was too lazy and tired after Revolution to edit it out. But I almost dropped one, but it, it looks really awesome, and I can't wait. And I'm picky with video games. You will not find a more picky person with video games than me, and I can't I wait to get say. this.
1: I dropped one after the uh, WrestleMania 37 Night
2: 2 episode. Mm hmm. That I edited.
1: Yeah, because that was when we lost on the Phantom Phillies run in early April last year.
2: I remember that. And John just set me off. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. Weird Good week stuff. for baseball for me. This was like the. Like losing to the Reds was like the season low. And then immediately. Mm-hmm. Just blow out the Red Sox two straight games. Bruh, we lost
1: know. we lost the series to the Mets. We came into that series down one and a half. Lost the series, so we we're down two and a half going in. Us and the Mets both went three and one in our next series. So we're going into the all-star break, down two and a half, but
2: we'll if you catch the Mets. I'm so I'm tired of hearing them talk about we owe New York now. Like,
1: no. Stop. Uh it. I'm sorry, Mets fans, I say this as someone who likes Oklahoma State. I know all about being little brother. You're always going to be little brother and it sucks but you just got to get used to it.
2: Yeah, maybe win a World Series or something, I don't know, but Yeah, uh, if
1: you did that, that would go a long way. Yes, win a couple.
2: Look, I hate to sound like an SEC fan, but we play in the toughest conference too, and we have the best record in baseball. I mean, That's at, impressive.
1: At at this moment, at this present moment, yes, you play in the toughest division in baseball.
2: Yeah, every team guaranteed to finish over 500. It's been it's happened twice in 67. Mm. Anyway, did we even say what next week's movie was, or did we just talk about how we're looking forward to it? Yeah, next week,
1: The Wolverine. You can watch that on HBO Max.
2: Yeah, not yet on Disney+. Plus.
1: Yeah, not th- yet. Not Oops. yet, but soon, maybe. Give it time. Give it time. We'll see. We'll see, man. And I'm going to quote The Lone Ranger when I say, <laughs> Hi-o, Silver, away! <laughs>